0: Hey, good morning. This is um, the Make the Mogul radio show, and I am your host, behavioral scientist Tanola Oliver, and welcome to Men Monday. We do this once a month. I did not do it on yesterday. Yesterday was Christmas, um, and so I decided to wait until today. Um, to provide you with Manimoga Monday. And so today is an intense topic. Um, as we're about to broach 2024, there are some declarations that need to be made in the earth as it relates to business. And so, um, you know, this is a business and entertainment radio show. Uh, but more importantly than anything else, I help people who live their lives by biblical principles be able to navigate the snares and the pitholes of the business world so that you can increase and so that you can, um, the Lord died not only that you should have life, but to have it more abundantly so that you can have Um, your part in the abundance of life, right? Anybody that tells you anything other, the, the entire purpose of the cross was for you to be able to live a fulfilled and abundant life. And what does that look like? That means that you are healed. That means that you are whole. That means that you are prospering. That means that you have peace in the earth. And anything that is contrary to that is subject to the judgment of the Lord, okay? So this is what I want you to anticipate in 2024. One of the most difficult decisions that we have to make as business people, particularly those that live our lives according to biblical principles, is who is the individuals that we allow into our lives? Right. And so the um, the Lord spoke something into my spirit the other day. <laughs> and I'm laughing because. Um, one of my brothers is just um, he really should be a comedian and. Um, I definitely like an entertainer and in, in every um in every way right um but more so than anything um he he really is very committed and so um um anyhow so the other day I was thinking about my brother that was where am I going with this I was thinking about my brother and I was thinking about my relationship with him right um and so there are some people that, that um and so the the word that I was looking for when I was when I was in prayer and I was describing my relationship with my brother um to the Lord, I said, make it more tangible for me. Right, there are some people, um in my life that I need. And I need my relationship to be more tangible. Not that it's not tangible now. Um, but I, I need it to be more tangible because of the things that they bring into my life. Um, and so the Lord says, well, how, um, and so I asked the Lord, I said, how do I make these relationships more tangible. And the Lord said that any relationship that I want to be more tangible in my life, that it has to be a non-negotiable for any individual that tries to enter into my life, right? And so um, I set a precedence in my life and I said, these are my non-negotiables, and if anybody um, should try to um, to compromise the relationship of any of these, they are non-negotiable, um, and it and they cannot be a part of my life. Period. Right, and, and so these are these are people right? But uh, foremost, excuse me, my relationship with the Lord is is, is tangible, right? That's absolutely a non-negotiable, right? And then after that, I have some relationships in my life that are non-negotiable. And then I begin to have a conversation more and more about those individuals and the Lord began to reveal some things to me about them individually. And that's not what this is about. (laughs) Um, Because that's between me and the Lord. However, in the midst of that, um, when I was um, seeking the Lord and trying to find out, because I know that the Lord is ushering in new relationships into my life, right? Right um and those relationships um without delay are entering into my life swiftly right and so i said well lord how how will i know the people that should remain and the people that i should pursue um Relationships and friendships and businesses with. And he said, because they'll be unintimidated. And that was the word that he provided me for 2024. He said, unintimidated. And um, what I don't want you to confuse is number one, uh, people that in, try to enter into your life, they always have to be cool and they have to be respectful, right? Um, So, unintimidated has nothing to do with a spirit of dishonor and disrespect. When I talk about unintimidated, I mean that they're unintimidated by the people that are sitting in your life, your non-negotiables, and they're unintimidated by your past. And so, I want to unpack what that looks like today so that you can prepare for the relationships that are about to enter into your life in 2024. Okay. Um, and this is going to be brief, right? I think I'll be able to do this in like 15 minutes, but um, we're talking about business relationships. We're talking about um, business alignments. Um, we're talking about the, uh, the relationships that are entering into your life Um, that help to build and establish you in your personal relationships that feed um, the professional part of you, right? And so the Lord says, the word is unintimidated. Um, And what does it mean to be unintimidated is that People that are intimidated by your relationships, the first thing they do soon as they have access to you is they want to say something about the person, right? That's also how you know that the people in your life um, have a calling and an anointing on their life, right? Because soon as somebody has access to you, the first thing that they want to do is talk about that person, right? That lets you know that they have a calling and an anointing resting on their life, and every time they a person does that, as soon as you lose uh, connection with them, you need to pray pray for that person immediately, and then you need to rebuke that person's access to you. What a lot of people don't understand is that, and 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 I'm talking to I'm talking to my prophetic. Um, followers i'm talking to my business um small business owners and entrepreneurs um and and i'm talking to the people who um that sit up under my voice and under my leadership for the purpose of um instruction right um a lot of the relationships and the reason why people um sometimes they misunderstand popularity right Um, I've been popular my entire life Um, popularity is part of the um, is a mantle in my life and that mantle also exists on my son's life popularity and sometimes people confuse what popularity is, right? If you're not careful, you can mishandle popularity because a lot of times people think that popularity is about them. And popularity, um, while it has a small amount to do with you, it's more about your connections, right? Right? The reason that you're popular is because people want to be able to say they have access to somebody that has access to somebody, right? And so people misunderstand popularity because it's not all about the person. Um, While a, a, a portion of it is about the person, it really typically is about the person that that person is connected to, the relationships that that person has the reason why people are popular is because people want access to the relationships that they have. And so you have to be able to weigh and discern why people want access to you. And so I think, and so here's the thing about popularity is people um, don't understand that the person particularly those that have a purpose, like a a divine purpose in the earth, particularly through their relationships, that they have a right to negate the connection and not in a rude and disrespectful way, right? But I have deterred more relationships than I have embraced them, right? And the reason why I've been popular all of my life is because people have always been able to trust me with the intimate parts of their relationships with me. And that's why I know that my popularity has never been about me. It's always been, well, a a part of it, a portion of it is about me, but more so it's always been about my relationships and who people wanted to have access to um that i was connected to right and so whether that was friends or family members or business connections um and people need to be able to trust you with their relationship with you not just uh, in a in a manner of i'm i know how to maintain secrets right in the intimate parts of people's lives not just that right Um, But also in a sense that um, I won't allow you to have access to that person through me unless I've been, unless someone has offered me permission to allow you to have access to them. Right? And so... that is important because people need to know that they can trust you with not allowing people to have access to them, right? So I'm talking about the people that bring people to your house unannounced, right? Like it is a cultural rule, right? Everybody knows that you don't bring somebody to somebody's house unannounced, right? It's just something that you don't do. Not because people think they're better than people, not because people feel a certain type of way um but because just out of respect right that is that is where somebody that is their um that's this a person's house is their safe haven right um and they have a right to pick and choose who they want to enter in that particular space and so when you intentionally bring somebody unannounced to somebody's house, you are intentionally being disrespectful. And it is intentional, right? Um, And the reason why I've always been selective about not allowing people to bring strangers to my house or to bring somebody to my house unaware, not just about me, but the people within my household, um, whether I was hosting an event or just the people that live there, deserved um, my protection and for people not to have access to them. Right? And so you'll understand the relationships in 2024 that have some intentionality because people that love you and care about you do not give access to people without your permission. Right? They don't use their platforms to give access to people to you without your permission. Um, They don't use um, events that you host as an opportunity to give access to people without your permission. Um, And they don't use conversation, right? Um, To try and give people access to parts of you and people that's in your life. That's how you know Your strategic relationships that the Lord is sending to you in 2024. Okay, be it business or be it personal relationships. That's how you know, right? That's one of them. I'm about to provide you with three things. The other thing that you know about the relationships that are intentional in your life for 2024 is that a lot of times when people have an intimidation about who you are, what you're called to do or what your purpose is or or your platform or just your existence, your demeanor, your, um, your presentation um, is that they will create false narratives. And you have to avoid people Um, You have to avoid connection, intimate connection with people that, that try to bring false narratives into your life. And typically a false narrative is built off a small minutia of information. And because it's something that resonates in that person's life, they try to magnify it in your life and create your entire storyline around that particular subject. That's what a false narrative is. False narratives are always about small pieces of information that people have magnified and embellished, right? Add some lie on top of it, just a little bit of a truth, right? Um, and magnify it and try to make it a narrative right and try to make your entire story about this small piece of inf- information and those are not your people in 2024 and you can be connected to people, you can have conversations with people and it can still be denied access to you right um and there is a difference between. Um, what what is the word I'm looking for? There is a difference between association and intimacy. I can associate with you, and still not allow you to have intimate access, right, to the intimate parts of my life. And the people that are supposed to be in intimate proximity of your life will not try to create false narratives, okay? Um, what is the other thing? So the first thing was is that they won't be intimidated by your relationships. That's what the first part um, of this um, this information was about, right? They're not going to be intimidated by your relationships. You know when people are intimidated by your relationships, because soon as they have access to you, that's what they want to talk about. And and I'm not saying, like, some people um, admire the relationships that you have, right? But admiration has no offensive language in it right? Let's be honest. Like these are conversations that we don't have, right? That we need to have, Like because people try to play you like you're crazy. You're not crazy, right? Um, when people admire a relationship that you have, there's no offensive language associated with it, right? So if, if you admire that I have a relationship with this person, then you don't come to me with negative energy and negative words um, and associations about them right? Um, and, and, and if you would, if you inquire about them, if you want to know how that person is doing, or if you admire my relationship with that person, um, you don't pretend like you don't know that it don't exist either, right? Let's be real. Let's be honest today, right? Let's talk about it today. Let's get into it. And so, um, you don't, it, it, you, so that, right? Cause there's different, there's different ways that people let you know that they are intimidated by your relationships. Either one, they try to pretend like they don't know that they exist, right? Or two, they know that they exist. And then as soon as they have an opportunity to talk about it, then they bring offensive language or, a, or some sort of offense about it, right? Those are not your people in 2024, right? All right. Um and then the third one is that they are unbothered by your past, be it true or truth or a lie. That's the thing is is um when when it when when we talk about petty small minded people, and I have to use that language, right? We can we just say what it is. Petty, small minded people want to know about your past, and they want to know whether whether it's true or whether it's a lie, or what parts of it is true, or this is, right? Petty, small-minded people. People who are mature in relationships don't care nothing about your past. They don't care if it's true or if it's a lie. Cause it just, it don't matter, it's not relevant, right? Um, and, and a person that is totally unintimidated with your past, um, it's not even a reference point for them, right? Like it is is so irrelevant to them, right? That it's not even a reference point. Like there's no conversation about it. There's no um, insinuations or accusations about it because it don't matter if it's true or if it's false. It has no relevance for my relationship with you because people who come into your life with good intentions and good motives, they are people who have the ability to elevate you, Right. The people that come into your life with good intentions and good motives, they don't care nothing about what's been said about you or what's been heard or what rumors are, but they don't care about nothing of none of that. Because the people that are that the Lord is sending in 2024, they they the their purpose is to elevate you. Right? And it don't and so here's the thing about elevation, right? Um if you ever, if you ever Um, so I did a sermon one time about eagles, right. Um, and one of the ways that eagles, um, that they fend off their predators, right, is by elevation, going, ascending to heights, right, because the eagle can still breathe at elevations that regular animals cannot breathe at, right, um, and so, if if anything tries to attach itself to an ego, all it does is soar. <laughs> if I'm gonna say that again, if anything unclean, ungodly, um, unpurposeful, um, and it and it is not that tries to connect itself to an eagle all an eagle does to to fend off its predators right is to soar it just opens up its wings and soars <coughs> um because the predators that that try to prey on the eagles cannot exist and cannot breathe at high elevations, right? Um, And so that is why the people that are entering into your life in 2024, their purpose is to teach you how to soar, right? And they know that your association with them is only taking you to higher heights. And so everything that is attached to you that it's tried to be a mechanism of demoralizing or undermining your purpose in the earth. Hmm. That it it, it cannot exist at the elevations that they're taking you to. Just soar. I haven't even, um, all you have to do is open up your wings and soar. Rise above it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's all that I have for you today. And so the word for 2024 is unintimidated. Unintimidated. Um may the Lord be have a blessing unto the hearer and the doer of his word. And so there is a scripture that I want to read. I wanted to read it when I opened up. But for whatever reason, the Lord had me to go ahead and provide you with that information first. Here is our scriptural relevance for 2024. I think the Lord, um, this is like one of my favorite scriptures, is is one of my favorite warfare scriptures. Um, But here is the thing about 2024. Because of the relationships that's entering into your life, the warfare is subsiding the warfare is subsiding in the natural um, because the angels that are assigned to your life have picked up the baton in the realm of the spirit. Hey, I an edible Um, And because they have um, picked up the baton in the realm of the spirit, that's only because in the natural, you have been obedient in the natural you have been fasting and praying and um and, and going before the Lord and reading your word and getting in the place that the Lord told told you to 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 travel to and what to do and how to do it and when to do it um and that's why the angels have stepped in 2024 it is going to appear that the warfare has subsided, and the reason why it subsided in the natural is because your angels that are assigned to you in the realm of the spirit have taken the baton, and they are warring for you in ways um, that that is preventing um, you from being able to see the warfare in the natural, huh? And some of you have, and so for me, I've lived my life in that existence, right? I've lived my life in that existence. Um, My total existence has always been um, a supernatural experience my entire life. Um, And there was a season when I was, when I was, I had to deal with the attack um, because of something that tried to attach itself to me right? And so now I'm in this space to tell you, right? Um, because I've never existed at that low plane ever in my life. Not as a child, not as a teenager. Um, I've never existed because I've been I've been a prayer, praying individual my entire life. So I've never had to live my life at a low spiritual or natural plane because I've always been prayerful. Right. Um, and and when you are uh, when you pray, um it is impossible to be a praying person and to walk in disobedience. It's impossible. And and I've been and I have carried the people that I love and I care about since I was a little girl. Right? And and there was a season in my life here recently. When the Lord told me, he said, I'll have you, I'll have you disconnect before I have them dishonor what's on your life and on your son's life. And he said, I don't care who it is. I will have you disconnect until I will have you disconnect before I will allow them to dishonor what's on your life and what's on your son's life. Because if, i remained in their presence they were in danger the dishonor that they were exemplifying were placing them in dangerous places in the realm of the spirit because that's that's where i exist and so i want to read the scripture to you and so When you are obedient to who is supposed to have access to you and who is not in the seasons that they're supposed to have access, in the seasons that they're not supposed to have access, when you walk in that obedience, you literally save people's lives. I'm telling you what I know. I ain't telling you. I ain't telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. Um. And so here's the scripture um, reference for 2024. This is one of my favorite scriptures. This is a warfare scripture. Um, This is a scripture that will invoke the presence of the angels that are assigned to your life. um, And they will not sleep nor slumber. Um, The presence of the Lord will not sleep nor slumber until you have peace in the earth. And... What I am telling you is by all means necessary, the Lord is ushering peace into your life. By all means necessary, okay? And here is the scripture relevance. It is Isaiah 54, 15 through 17. Y'all already know what um, interpretation. This is the King James Version, right? It says, behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the Heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. I really, really began to read the scripture in a different interpretation about seven years ago. Um, an, an, um, an African minister friend of mine, um, I entered into a different season of my life. And I didn't know how to navigate that season because it was something that I had never experienced before. And they didn't provide me this entire scripture, but they provided me part of it. And then the Lord began to stretch my understanding and and my relevance for having the um, scripture in its totality, in its total context. This was one of the scriptures they provided to me. And then there was one other one. This scripture right here has been a battle ax in my life. Do you hear what I'm saying? Um, It has destroyed the enemy in my life and in my son's life um, in ways that um, I don't even have the um, spiritual intellectual prowess to articulate the Bible works, and if you are a faith believing individual and you believe in the power um, of the Holy Spirit, huh? That I feel the Holy Ghost, that it is important for you to be able to identify. Yeah, the relationships that are in your life and identify why people try to enter into your life and why people want to attach themselves to you. And here is the thing. And like I said, I've been popular my entire life. Here is the thing. people's narratives that they try to bring into your life is because of their intimidation of who you are, right? A lot of times people will see you moving towards their direction and they will turn a chance encounter into an intentional encounter because they want to interrupt the flow of the direction that you're headed in, and so you have to be able to rebuke people that see themselves as doorkeepers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Lord have mercy. I'm about to um, exit off of here because I need to. I need to go into prayer. I'm gonna say it again. You need to learn how to rebuke people who intentionally try and enter into your life because they see themselves as doorkeepers and they think that they can deny you access to your next season. You need to know how to rebuke false doorkeepers. And this is the last thing I'm about to say. False doorkeepers are associated with false altars. And this is too much. It really is. This is too much. This is too much. I should be talking about this in private. False doorkeepers are associated with false altars. That's why their agendas are so demonic and um, bold is the word that I'm looking for, right? Um And people on the outside, right, can see it because it's bold. What people can't see is what's being dispatched in the earth because of the angels assigned to your life that refuse for you to be denied. The Bible says nothing missing, nothing lacking. Hmm. that all of the promises are yea and amen the bible also says that the lord will deny you of no good thing and so access for you has already been granted it was granted to you before the foundations of the world before you even formed in your in your mother's womb but these false doorkeepers that see themselves right because of the false narratives that they've created about themselves that see themselves as the doorkeepers are associated to false altars. and and what are what are, when I talk about false altars, what is it? Um, it is the narratives and the lies that people have tried to embellish in your life because they were intimidated by your purpose or they were intimidated by the presence and the hands of the Lord on your life. Um, And so they tried to create these little scenarios and narratives around your life. Um, And so the Lord says that he is destroying it all. Hmm. False doorkeepers are about to be exposed, right? Because you're not... You see, you're not the first. That's the thing is that the enemy will have you thinking that you're the first, that you the first person that it happened to, um, that you the only person that that person did that to. Um, and it's not, it's not. By the time you show up, you're the last. Hmm? Hmm? By the time you show up, you're the last, right? By the time you show up, it's because the Lord has has been... Uh, the Lord is tired of it and exhausted with it, and so He sent you. And He said, "You, you, you, you tainted the purpose of all of these people, but I'm gonna send this person, and they're gonna pull down that false altar, hmm? and you're gonna be exposed as a false doorkeeper." Sure. My name is Tanola Olive and that. Is prophecy, right? So the the last thing that I provided to you for about 2024, um, that wasn't prophecy. That was that was based on evidence. That was based on data. That was based on observation. Prophecy is never based on um, um, things that you can observe and 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 bring a hypothesis to, right? That's science. No. This is what I'm talking about right here. This is prophecy. And I want you to know the difference because when you encounter these people that say that they're prophets and they provide you with with information and start prophesying to you about things that are obvious about you, you need to know that that's not prophecy. And that's a false prophet Um, because people that Um, that prophesy, don't prophesy based on what they can see in the natural. They don't prophesy based on um, um, observation and being able to deduce information, right? And I always, whenever I talk or whenever I provide information, right, because I am a, a disseminator of information, I always want you to understand when I am talking from the natural and when I'm talking from um, from a prophetic um, perspective and what I'm telling you right now is prophetic right? False altars are associated with false doorkeepers. This is what I'm telling you this is the word of the Lord that the the, the Lord has provided me for 2024 and it's been held up in the realm of the spirit uh, because of these false altars that people have tried um, to build right? And, um, and, and associated with, I'm so, I am so excited that I decided to take a moment and listen to that sermon yesterday. And that the false altars are associated with false doorkeepers. That blessed me on yesterday. That blessed me on yesterday. Um, and that the Lord, the way that the Lord is destroying the false altar as he's destroying false doorkeepers. And, and this is how you know that it's true, right? Um, is about a few weeks ago, was it a few weeks ago or a day ago, a few days ago, the Lord started dealing with me, um, about critics, right? Critics. And, um, He reminded me of a, um, like a, um, of a cliche that people use all the time when they feel like people doing too much. Um, uh, what is, what is the cliche? Um, a jack of all trades is a master of none, right? That's, that's the first part of it. And that's, and people say that a lot when they're intimidated by what they see you doing, or they feel like you're doing too much or that your dreams and and aspirations are, are too much for who they see you are, right? Or who they try to see or interpret you as, right? Um, and and people will use that cliche, a jack of all trades, a master of none, and they stop there, but they don't go on to tell the 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 next part of the cliche. Which is a jack of all trades is better than a um a master of one. Right? And what does what did what that means? Multiple streams of income. And the Bible talks about multiple streams of income, but I'm not here to talk about money today. That's not what this is about. What I'm here to talk about is. Your access to spaces and places and business endeavors that you were supposed to have access to a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And here is the thing is that yes, you should have had access a long time ago, but we serve a Lord that redeems. Right? Hmm. And people and the Lord and I and I preached a sermon about it some years ago. And it was entitled, The Lord Redeems. Then the Lord redeems people. He redeems places. He redeems time. And he redeems words. The Lord redeems. So it does not matter. And if you, if you feel like um, that your life has been held up for five years or that somebody tried to block you for five years, then hear this that the Lord has added on five years to your life. The Lord has added on five years of success, or so five years in additional to your career. The Lord will not allow you to be denied. That's Bible. The Lord will not allow you to be denied everything that the lord that that the enemy that the Lord had intended for you, that the enemy tried to block you from. This day, underneath the sound of my voice, it has been destroyed. And the Lord is redeeming the time. The Lord is redeeming your self-esteem. The Lord is redeeming your confidence. The Lord is redeeming your relationships. And he's exposing. He's about to expose false door keepers. The mountains are shifting. (laughs) I'm going to stop right there. I got to go pray. Um, I'm going to read the scripture one more time. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the waster to destroy No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise up against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and the righteousnesses of me, saith the Lord. All right, God bless you until we see each other again live in the overflow. You can um, sow a love offering into dollar sign, S-A-L-T-R-O-O-M. You can receive a copy of Outliers. I'll place the link in the body of this message, a lived research study on media mogul Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. And then as always, the, the, um, the third way that you can support us, Um, well, there's four ways, there's two more ways, Um, is that uh, you can purchase something from the specialty chocolatier bakery, um, or you can become a subscriber. It's only like $7 a month. Um, There are some fireside chats, um, some data, some research, some information that subscribers have access to that the people don't have access to that um, just listen to it publicly. But either way, Um, subscriber and no subscriber, I appreciate you um, for following this um, broad, um, this show. And then, um, but I definitely appreciate you and feel like you deserve to have, have more access to more information for those of you that are subscribers. Last but not least, Um, In order to book me, you can email electleadershipacademy at gmail.com. Until we see each other again, shalom and live in the overflow.